Hello, our lovely Girl Awakening listeners. Welcome to 2023. I'm Jo Hendy from the Sacred Sister Project. I'm Amanda Parker of Mayala Organics. Come with us as we journey into this week's Awakening episode. I talk to a spirit. She comes in my dreams. She teaches me lessons. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Jo. How lucky are we today? Oh, feeling extremely blessed to be connecting with our guest on Girl Awakening today. Yes. A person we're both very big fans of and have uh, reached into ourselves, shall we say, extensively in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Sitting on the beach of Miami um, with our headphones in, listening to this wonderful, beautiful soul. Mm. Sharing what always seems to be extremely appropriate for what's happening in our lives yeah. with the meditation. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. That, uh, that, um, that we are listening to. So. Mm. so today we have Rasa, a.k.a. the voice of Pure Rasa, writer and editor of Guided Meditations, found on YouTube and on Insight, Insight Timer, and now also has her own app, which is amazing. Yoga app. Her which guide, I'm extremely excited about. <laughs> her guided meditations range from sleep aid, stress relief, personal transformation, spirit connection, healing, law of attraction, and many more. Rasa is a qualified life coach and a yoga teacher. Her interests are human and animal psychology, science, psychic development, learning about the purpose and function of the mind, body, and soul. So welcome, Rasa. We are so excited to have you on our Girl Awakening podcast. Yay, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) (laughs) And and all the way from, uh, I mean, we have a beautiful location here in Miami on the Gold Coast, but you're sitting in beautiful Bali, home of everyone's heart. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. I'm here at Mama Bali in the warm hug, embraced by the jungle and the sunshine. Couldn't be happier. Wow, wow, wow. So I noticed that you have been doing some meditations while you're there. Yes, I, I'm, you know, I'm always working. I'm always uh, creating. That never stops, really. Yeah, that's so <laughs> a, a continuous flow. Exactly, yes. It's, it's, it's hard to stop, you know, when the inspiration comes, especially here. Mm. And I feel, yeah, extra blessed. And especially here, I feel like I should use the opportunity, you know, of inspiration and just write more. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. We've, we've been told many times, I mean, we've, both spent a lot of time in Bali ourselves, but I've um, we've also been told there's a grid point in Bali, quite a big, powerful grid point that um, opens up to a lot more than um, just the beautiful people, food, and uh, culture. And do you mean the vibration and energy? Yes, the frequency there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is palpable. And uh, Balinese, I believe. They call that taksu, um, mm-hmm. and uh, people of Bali, they hold that within themselves as well. And this is why I'm drawn to their culture and people and the kindness and kind of gentle energy that they hold as well. So yeah. this is why they have that special taksu, as they say. Mm. Beautiful. As you say, palpable, that's the best word to describe it. Yeah, mm. definitely. Well, we're going to dive in, Rasa, and ask you our our. our Number one question. No, number one question. I was going to say hero and question, but number one, how did your awakening begin? 
Yeah, um, it's an interesting question when I thought about it more in depth before this, you know, our get together. Um, you know, I started to question what is an awakening and how did this happen for me? Mm. <clears throat> and, uh, so to awaken, I guess, is to, you know, to wake up from sleep or either become, you know, of new forms of sudden consciousness. And um, I think for me, it started from my childhood, to be honest, mm. because when we have our awakening. I believe we question who we are you know, what's beyond this physical world. And I remember being very young, you know, laying on the grass in the evening in the summer with my friends and looking at the stars and having these questions and um, always wanted to know what's out there, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of intention, what's beyond here. And um, for me, I had quite a difficult childhood and I think for me that desire to escape was always present. Um, I've mentioned in other podcasts I've opened up. I think the traumatic childhood was the catalyst for my awakening. So it began really early. Mm -hmm. okay. And trauma is and a very powerful activator, isn't it, Rasa? Yes, absolutely. But also... At the same time, you cannot really look within because you're always looking outward for danger or, you know, how to avoid danger, um, you know, things like that. So it kind of started, but also it didn't at the same time. But um, in the meantime, while I was going through that experience in my childhood um, with, you know, having an unstable and at times really violent environment, um, I had my grandmother who was the complete opposite and mm -hmm. who I would see sometimes, um, you know, during summer, because it was like an hour away at the time. And we didn't, I didn't have the means to go there because I was very young, you know. But when I did go to her, she was that light for me and kind of showed me the other part of life and what's possible. And she was um, very devoted Christian but in Lithuania or at least in my family Christianity was not Christianity that people normally like would know yeah mm -hmm. her was like positive Christianity which is like I never knew like really we never talked about like the devil or anything like that yeah. it's actually very strange to me but she always talked about angels and grace and blessings and she had her own gratitude and manifestation almost rituals that she wow. did mm -hmm. and um, she also lived very like naturally she had a in the backyard you know her own food pretty much everything she needed and so being around her and I could see that she's gone through a lot as well but like a lot <laughs> and she never had like never carried mm, like anger or anything like that and she always told me to keep my heart soft wow. and, um, <laughs> you know to always you know have space for that and so she was like the big 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 life in my life and so I always leaned towards her and she was very active as well with us kids like us cousins you know um so and she would take me out in nature like teach me about uh about herbs and just 
lots and lots of things, you know, so she really connected me to nature as well, as well as uh, faith and spiritual world. Mm. How beautiful. How lucky to have that um, in your world when things seem quite chaotic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, it seems now that everything is, was almost as if by design. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I feel that that was because in the environment that I grew up in, I've experienced a lot of, like a wide range of emotions and um, negative emotions, you know, and so now when I create meditations, I feel like people that come to these meditations, perhaps, you know, are going through the same things. And yeah. I have this perspective. Like, I know what it's like to be abused. I know what it's like, you know, being neglected or, you know, like just the worst you could imagine. So I know what that feels like, yeah. but also I know what the other side is too. Yeah. Wow. So growing up in Lithuania, are you, is that where you reside now, Rasa, or are you? Uh, yeah. Right now I made my base between Bali and Lithuania. Yes. So I kind of come and go. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but I do love uh, being in Lithuania. Um, I came back there, I think it was 2016. Before that, I lived in uh, Ireland and then Northern Ireland for over 15 years. So oh, that probably will answer the questions about accent that many people have. Yes, I just, I, <laughs> when you said that, then I just, I heard that beautiful. The Ireland, yes. the Irish. Your little so that is also in the way my home as well especially in northern ireland uh, i was there recently and uh i as the plane was landing i was like i was crying you know wow. it's always like returning home so and that's where my youtube as well started where my creation started was northern ireland i was very much also impacted and influenced by nature there as well and the events because that's what what i get a sense of when you're describing your grandmother your beautiful grandmother i just feel like a real connection with that the medicine woman that the the um you know uh what's the word, like the tree nymph, that kind of the person that communes with nature and, and then in Ireland as well, like that sense of the fairy folk. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And you're so right. My grandmother had so many herbs and potions. Like she would open, <laughs> she would open her, uh, her wardrobe and it was like she would be hiding in pillowcases. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, and they'd be like, do you want some tea? Like, yes, please. No. <laughs> and is yeah. she still with us on Earthside? No, she's just passed a few months ago. Oh, oh sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it, was, it was time. It was time for her. Yeah. So she was, she was in her 90s, so. Wow. Okay, yes, yes. So she's supporting from somewhere else. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, that's a whole other story, but yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful, so that's too, like, it's an, it's amazing how we often have these polarities in our life of, you know, between yeah. the light and the dark and how one, as you said, like, you know, that escape, sense of wanting to escape um, yeah. can be fueled, but at the same time you feel supported because you have that, little bit of light that keeps you who you are 
yeah it's like uh yeah she kept uh, shining that light on me you know kind of like showing me what's possible mm. but then you know, for me I think um then I kind of became a teenager or like a young adult you know the other stuff came in starting to rebel and doing things like that yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I think uh, I took anyway that anxiety and trauma with me into my adulthood and uh, without having you know secure attachment or like healthy examples of relationships and things like that so that set me up for quite a journey you know for my own um, you know connections Mm. and I remember before like when I discovered meditation um or even before that, actually, I started to question my story, you know, and I remember being back home in Lithuania by this lake. It's like my favorite spot there. And um, I was sitting in this boat and I was like looking at the water and thinking there's just something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it hit me. I started to question, you know, like my story. And I thought, I like I feel like there's more to me you know, then my story. And I cannot be telling this story anymore. I have to change this. And so then I made a vow to myself that it's not necessarily that I won't tell my story, but how I will tell it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and I didn't tell it at all, actually, for a long time. I'm only starting to talk about it now um, a little bit. And so I made that vow. And I think from that intention, you know, back then there was no such language, intentions, manifestations, uniforms. There was nothing like that. It was all intuitive, kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just do it. And, mm-hmm. and so I knew that, you know, that something will change. I just knew it in my heart if I was to do that. And so then I um, remember it started to, I started to suffer from severe anxiety and panic attacks. I think in what I was in my like early twenties, I'm 45 next week. So you're in your like late twenties, early thirties. <laughs> um, no, I'm 44 right now. That's beautiful. beautiful. Yes. And so um so yeah then I um I was just basically backed up into a corner with my anxiety and I would just wake up before even I opened my eyes I will I was already crying you know like um and thinking I'm going to die it's that um anxiety feeling you know when yeah. you panic like you're going to going to die so like first thing in the morning so I knew like this is it I'm in the corner like I don't know I have no room, basically. There's something that needs to change. And I had a friend, like a really good friend of mine from Lithuania, and she was suffering from anxiety at the time as well. And she was like, oh, listen, I heard about this thing, meditation. I was like, yeah, I heard about it too. Like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I think you just kind of sit quiet and, you know, you just kind of avoid your thoughts. That's what we thought, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, well, that sounds cool because, yeah, I need to avoid my thoughts. Tell me all. you know so let's do it and she's also like a nature lover and we used to always hike um, by the coast because we lived in this um town like coastal town um and um so we went by the coast and we sat um like the shores are like really rocky and we found this like patch of grass and we just sat there Mm -hmm. okay let's do it and we were close like from i don't know age 12 13 so um 
as soon as I remember, like I closed my eyes and I started to meditate, I had this like powerful visual, um, like a lightning bolt, just like striking me. Um, I had like such a interesting experience that it kind of shook me and it made me pay attention. I think, you know, that was the purpose of it. And, uh, I believe she had a profound experience too. And, and, we kind of went on this path together with then we started doing yoga and things like that. And um, so then we made it our regular uh, practice. Um, obviously, the anxiety didn't go away right away, mm-hmm. but it did start, you know, that self inquiry even more because yes. the visuals came in and my intuition kind of started to evolve. Mm-hmm. And um everything so started to happen um especially with my intuitive side uh things just started to happen really quickly for me as soon as i would close my eyes i would start to experience something mm-hmm. and honestly at the time i thought i was losing my mind um and i didn't know how to take it because i was communicating with some beings but yeah. i did and I, I literally thought I was losing my marbles. <laughs> mm. was, mm. Yeah, it was quite a, like, but, um, so then I started to take interest, you know, what this is, what is this awakening? What is the third eye? What is this intuition? How do I kind of organize myself, you know, because this is a lot coming all at once. And also I'm still experiencing trauma you know, all of those things. And um, yeah, so I really went being totally with myself because you can only do these things alone, really, to understand it. Um, Again, like being by myself in nature, trying different out practices, you know, staring at the candle for an hour, Mm -hmm. or uh, meditating for a long time, or using, you know, cards, kind of like I used to like I created this game with myself like I would take up like tarot cards I don't do readings by the way if anyone's (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I used to use these cards to just kind of and uh put a scarf over my eyes and click record on the video and I would just like take a card and face it to the screen and I would say what I'm seeing and I would do like 10 cards let's say if it's a color if it's a feeling or what is it and then I would look at the video I'd be like holy cow like yeah. this is <laughs> power asset power of sight yeah and then so that was happening and then I started uh, actually like seeing things in the room and I really didn't like that and I was <laughs> and you know I I had to then learn that I can put boundary on that as well and I, mm-hmm. I never had boundaries in my life like people or spiritual beings you know so I think with spiritual connection that was my first boundary I said no I don't like this I I, I don't want to see like I can feel I can mm-hmm. hear I can you know understand but that's about it mm-hmm. and I remember uh, I was still thinking I'm crazy but I remember I was at work I worked in HR and as an HR officer for me almost like 11 years and that was my job uh-huh. and I was had my hands on the keyboard and like this pink ore blended on top of my hand and I was so freaked out and I was like I don't know what to do and I felt this 
intuition was telling me to actually go forward with my intuition and um, psychic abilities. But I was almost like having this conversation, like a crazy person inside. Like, I don't know how to do that. How do I do that? Mm. And um, I got a guy like, just Google it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just Google it. And it's this sense of urgency, like now. Yes. And I did that. And because the class started tomorrow, actually. Oh, wow. How's that timing? Perfect. Yes. And mm -hmm. so I, and they actually had like nine people and they were looking for 10 or 11 to complete the group. And wow. I was the first one to join. And so I went to the psychic development class in Belfast, this um, house of healing, it was called, mm -hmm. this English woman. And the things that I experienced there, I've never seen anything like it in my life. And so that actually validated completely that I'm not crazy. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, there was events there. Um, how to explain this? Let's say I, I'll do some um, development by myself. I'll go somewhere, you know, and and then this guy, we would meditate together and he would just approach me like, you were in the woods yesterday. I see you sitting there. And he would describe exactly what I did. Oh my gosh. Wow. So straight into the power source of exactly where you need to go because you were already yes. sitting there and thinking you were crazy. <laughs> yes. And, you know, the guide that I communicated with at the time who was like, you know, guiding me, eh, my guide also came through through that guy as well uh, oh. in one of our meditations. And um, he said, I, I have a message for you. And I remember just it hit me right in the heart and I was just crying. Oh. And he actually pronounced his name and everything correctly. And I was like, wow, okay. Oh. I'm listening now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wow, that's so incredible. Yeah, it was very powerful, but we did also very practical exercises there to kind of like strengthen that muscle and obviously remove the doubt, you know, because that what was plaguing me the whole time. Mm. Wow. So it yeah. just isn't it? The doubt. Of yeah. So I think the awakening happened fully then because there is that sense of euphoria that you get as well. Yeah. Um, in the sense, because you realize how much more there is to mm -hmm. life and you start to really change your opinion about yourself who you really are yeah um, you're getting that fulfillment you're getting that natural fulfillment that's within it's not it's come from nothing outside of yourself yeah and for me the next step was that my brother passed away first my father passed away and then four weeks later my brother actually took his own life and um so then I think almost all what happened before prepared me for this yeah, yeah. and wow. so once my brother passed like we started to communicate right away pretty much oh gosh how beautiful so and he had like impact as well on what I do because he would guide me yeah um, because you know it's you know what I do is to do with mental illness and things like that and which you know this is where he you know what he was suffering from mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of like a collaboration sometimes with him you know um but um so yeah, then my brother, you know, would come in my dreams or we would just communicate and, um, you know, I could ask questions. What is it like 
to die what does that feel like you know oh, wow. and you would respond or and then also when I communicated I started to have doubt because I was like okay I don't know like if it's in my head still mm. you know I always had this doubt that maybe this comes from my childhood always not being you know good enough and doubting myself so what I did was I went back to the house of healing uh, two weeks after my brother passed and I made an appointment with this woman who um, is a psychic uh, there, but I've never met her before. I was working with another woman, but I've heard of this woman and her name is Angela, which is really nice as well. Angel, 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 Angela. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went to her to confirm all what I was experiencing, you know, and when I went there and she immediately, she's so incredible. I can only compare her with Tyler you know the one the re reader in Hollywood <laughs> but ah uh, yes right yes. but Angela is very accurate in like physical appearances she would describe my brother to a T like even his laugh or the way even his teeth were aligned <laughs> um and so she you know was passing the message on but then she said but you already are talking he's telling me so you know <laughs> what are you are you checking up on him <laughs> yeah you know and there was a lot of different little details that only me and my brother knew so that she was passing on and also I did this like a trick test as well that I was talking to my brother I said so okay I want you to bring up something specific you know that we agree on now yeah and uh, he brought up this, um, first I said, let's do avocado because it's super random. And I knew, you know, he loved avocados. And he's like, no, 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 let's do a bracelet that I bought for my other sister. I said, cool, let's do that. And then it was like midway, the reader was like, your brother wants to talk about a bracelet. And then she just oh, the bracelet. Wow. Yeah, so this is just no mistake. You know, I knew yeah. that this is real and this is happening. So then he became very much like this integral part of that part of my life and mm -hmm. you know conversations that we had me and him about the bigger picture um how beautiful that you still had that connection probably stronger than when he was here yeah it's subsided now because um it's another part of my life but yeah. at the time let's say for a year and a half it was like all all the time and I I did feel like we're much closer now because he is literally you know right here always mm. and available and so yeah I'm um you know obviously it's difficult to not have someone in physical but yeah. um you know, to have that perspective and understanding that there's just so much more, like, mm -hmm. and it's so much bigger. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's it's mind blowing. And it's life changing, really. That's what that part of my life did to me. Like, it just changed my life and mm -hmm. the way I see the world. And do you feel like it was kind of also like healing for both of you? Like, the you know, that his, his passing being so sudden and and yeah into illness like and then you know for you I guess the grief aspect too like that relationship that you shared after his passing as being able to <laughs> ask all those questions and, and learning and open up that part of yourself but healing for both of you as well yeah most definitely I really don't know how I would have survived that if I didn't have that perspective but because <clears throat> I do and you know, I was able to 
ask you know questions and have kind of kind of like resolution within me about him mm. and his and his confusion about life and you know um and he's in a completely different place and as the reader Angela said to me like he is glowing so much he, yeah. it's almost like he's surrounded by sparkles oh, um, that's like, he's yeah. so happy you know and when it happened I knew right away that I support and respect his decision no matter how weird that sounds for others um but I do you know I yeah. have to yeah, yeah. respecting respecting their wishes above all else is is the greatest love isn't it really mm. yeah and then I was able to you know to hear from him after you know that that was his path and that was his decision and yeah. that was his way and um you know we always want to take responsibility you know I wish I've done more I said more I go back through our conversations you know when he told me he's struggling and things like that and there's that you know guilt that uh, comes with this you know and um, but he was able to clear all that up for me you know that it was his decision and you know like to quit <laughs> you know yeah. guilty and it's just so powerful so beautiful yeah so as well that just that truth and all of that is so beautiful yeah and you know and to know that life doesn't end and it makes me want to live life more actually and maybe like I think the reason why I'm not as connected as before like all day every day just practicing you know like I've realized the contrast of having your mind in a spiritual world and all that aspect and being here on earth mm. that actually my preference is being here a lot <laughs> I don't know if this is tourist in me or, or what is it but I just like being feet on the ground you know maybe in the garden in the dirt and just you know going through life with life yeah yeah while, yeah. Hearing, while knowing that there's definitely more I think that is my preference and I will never be that esoteric teacher I'll always bring back to earth everyone <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. it's it's so beautiful that you say that, and I know that you've re you are or you have recently seen Abraham, and I know that you know I've been listening, watching, taking in them for many many years now, and the one thing that stands out the most to me, he was they were asked the question, "What do you miss the most about being on the planet?" and they said the contrast, and I was like, oh, it really hit home for me. You know that where when we do pass, we 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 don't have the contrast anymore. You know, we don't have the feelings. We don't have the standing in the dirt and playing with it and all that. You know, we have there's so much more, but we also miss out on so much if we're not truly being here while we're here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, by the way, I'm going just to see Abraham in May. I'm in not May, yeah. yeah, but I feel like I've seen her. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny listening to you talk about your first meditation. It's mm. very, um, it reminds me so much of when Abraham, when um, actually Esther and Jerry first started meditating because they were told to and they laughed about it and they sat back to back and did a first meditation mm. and um and Esther got so much out of it, but she didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> it was so beautiful. It's like, oh. Yeah. And, you know, at the time as well, in my that awakening and spiritual journey, I also started listening to Abraham. So this ah. was 
maybe 2009, yeah. you know, like, uh, and I based my uh, belief system, like when, when it comes to universe, you know, basically around that. And so I'm, mm-hmm. I think it's evident in my meditations as well. Um, in some way, I'm still, you know, I still, I love the contrast. I'll never shy away and I'll not be in this toxic positivity, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I love Esther and her energy and the message that she has. And I think she also in a way saved me, you know, because yeah. when I remember <clears throat> whenever I was still working in HR for a long time and, I was like, oh, please, God, I need I need to quit this. You know, but I, <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Like, what's my purpose? The universe show me, you know, and all this, like as many people do. Mm-hmm. And um, I started listening to her for a while and I kind of, you know, then had the jargon, you know, to ask. Yes. You know, yeah. Like I knew what to say. So I remember also sitting on my desk as always and then just looked up and I said, universe, please can you give me a job that I could just work a few hours, could be creative, I could express myself and everything that I hold within me. And, um, oh yeah, maybe pay my debts and all of that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just some basic essentials. Yeah, and then what do you know? It was like six months later, I was let go from the job that I was in for over 11 years and I had no guts to quit. And my marriage fell apart and and then I you know before like I lost my dad and my brother basically everything I was like like, the rug really just went from under and I found myself in this different landscape in my mind and I didn't know you know on what to grasp and first thing I was like right Abraham here we go you know because Mm. speaks so true to me and um I kind of connected the dots you know when I told myself I'm gonna tell my story differently you know what my grandmother used to say like all of that kind of like this similar fabric that I recognized you know Mm. around us and so I remember I journaled non-stop on gratitude even though it seemed like there's nothing to be grateful for at the time (laughs) Uh, when there's like letters coming in and asking me to pay for this and that and you know I was just left with you know with dad basically when I was alone and so um, I just started going for it and writing as the tears were streaming you know and I was like writing and writing and writing and writing and I think within two weeks I saw massive changes um, in my life like it really, really works. Like I was at the bottom and wow. again, and I was like, okay, I have the tools. I'm going to use them. And within a year, I was debt-free. I yeah. was certified yoga teacher. I went to Bali for the first time. I started YouTube, you know, but wow. it's not like everything was like presented all at once. It was kind of this, trickling you know here you go here you go here you go what about this person what about this idea you know and in between there was still fear and doubt but I would just keep going back to my notebook Mm. and meditation and you know watching my thoughts watching what I'm affirming within myself and feeling how that is dispersing you know across my whole being and my cells and I kind of wanted to 
remake myself, you know, to create something different. And I knew I had to change my thoughts and how I see my world. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. So slowly but surely, I got stronger. I had better ideas. And then um, I recorded my first meditation, like randomly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think I was like, um, it was like fall autumn in northern ireland's pretty cold and their houses they just suck and like the, the, thin, walls, <laughs> <laughs> the thin walls and it's like 12 degrees in the room oh and you're like God. Oh, I'm freezing and i remember laying by the radiator with my iphone and i think i was just i finished my psychic development class and i was very strong in my connections with my guides and i just started to record you know like laying there with a the blanket on and I posted that on YouTube. And I think within like a month or two, I can't remember, but fairly quickly had a million of views. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. At the time, there was no really, there was nothing on that subject really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was very little on YouTube at the time. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, so um, I was like, okay, well, I left it there. Um and uh, then I started to get comments, you should do more, you should do more. And then, okay, I thought, you know what, maybe I'll script, I'll start writing. Because actually my dream since I was a child was to be a writer. I didn't know in what capacity. Yeah. Uh, but after school, I used to go to this um, library just to, um, I would just say, fix books, you know, like glue, like torn pages and things uh, like yes. that. Like read the books. And I would just stand there and smell the books and I just love the smell and, you know, the kind of the coziness and privacy between the, you know, the shelves, you know, hiding away. Mm-hmm. Kind of love that. And I was like, I would love to be a writer. <laughs> and but, so but I feel like friends, aren't they? Sometimes they like your friends as well, aren't they? Yeah, I guess. Um, sorry, I need to pause for one second. Just sure. can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just uh, books, libraries, the, the presence in the place. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, that was, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought here. Right, you're in the library fixing the books and wishing to be a writer. And, yeah, and, and that was when I, I wanted to become a writer, but I didn't know in what capacity. And we used to journal with my friend as well, the one that had anxiety too. Yeah. So, um but uh, now I, you know, but now the subject is completely different. And I feel like I finally on the train tracks that I need to be on. Mm-hmm. And this was meant to be. And uh, yeah. I have to ask, Rasa, um, when you first started meditating, were you doing guided meditations or were they just, were you just sitting in silence? Silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered is there you know a a big difference when you're really wanting to connect with higher self and all of that whether the the sitting in silence is much better than the the guided meditations I've always found it so much easier to listen to a guided meditation Mm. it's hard to say you know what's better for you zucchini or cucumber you know it depends really So I think with guided or doing it solo, it also depends on the time and place. Yeah. Uh, If I have like things within me that I need to get out, like information, guidance, things like that, of course, I think it's better to sit by yourself. Yeah. uh, Try to get that out. If, you know, someone is struggling to get there and connect 
And actually, um, I can guide into that sensation, what that feels like, because that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to copy what I experienced, you know, yeah. and, and, and get someone there. So that could be helpful too. Mm. Uh, it just really depends how you feel in a day. I've done guided meditations, but not too many because I felt I've had so much to share mm. that um, I had to get it out. You know, I realized that was my purpose, getting it out, out of me rather than, um, and also when I started, then I became very protective over my meditations at the beginning because, you know, I was like, well, you know, I don't know how much inspiration I will have, how long this will last. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but then I got guided. <laughs> it will never end. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> good. It's good. <laughs> Because so I was then, laughing when you were describing, sorry, too, um, about the bolt of lightning. Because um, most people, when they sit for their first meditation, they start their fidget, they find it hard for the mind to stop. You know, mm -hmm. the thoughts, the groceries keep coming in. And, and, and Brasa and your friend, you were both sitting there and you feeling this, this bolt of lightning coming in and an activation in that space. So straight away, it's, it's like a part of your DNA, isn't it, to kind of recognize. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, there was many like these types of confirmations for me, like many, like even DNA that you mentioned, I had this profound dream about DNA when I started um, doing meditations. And actually, this is why I created um, that meditation that is called, I think, DNA I love that one. Yes. altering. So mm -hmm. that was from my dream that I had the exact thing. And <clears throat> yeah. So in that meditation, what I describe is what happened to me. And then I felt, oh, okay, you know, something like I took it as like the the next step for change, basically. Um, yeah. Beautiful. So, so you're how old are you, Rasta, now that you're that when you first started um recording on your phone with the, your meditation and posted on on YouTube? How old were you then? Do you remember? Oh, it's all a blur. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the 12 degrees in the lounge room is kind of a bit, bit of <laughs> hard to. Uh, yeah, it's, I think I was in my, let me think. I think it was in my 30s, like mid 30s, maybe late 30s. And what, so, drew, what drew you to Bali, Rasa? Uh, yoga. Actually. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna go to India, but then I kind of was. Uh, I kind of figured out that maybe it's not the best solo female in India to travel. Yes. I was. I'm still skittish. <laughs> I'm still like an introvert. So, yes. um, and then I read about Bali and the great and big community here, and mm -hmm. so I thought, yes, I'll do my my you know training and learning here. And so once I came here, I was like, okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Next level of healing, next level of activation. Yeah. And there's so many like-minded people and it's such a normal conversation, what we're having now, you know, it's yeah. just the most normal conversation here at the cafe, especially yeah. in Ubud, you know, actually there's yeah so many memes about that, about Ubud. And the oh, Ubud yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But so I love it. I love that, that you can be yourself, you know, you can be this, multi-dimensional being you can be let's say I live in Chengdu which is more like uh, maybe people would say party scene and things like that but I disagree there's everything here yeah it's beautiful. I can be this 
I don't know, fancy going for dinner, you know, and then at four o'clock, I'll go to my yoga practice and, you know, tune into my spirit guides. I can be all of myself because I'm definitely not just one side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's very freeing. So what did you notice happening around you, Rasa? Like, uh, you know, when uh, you started doing like from your journaling to the meditations on YouTube, um obviously that one year as you say like even that was trickling that's still quite a short amount of time for things to change from your career in HR to being free and and living in your spirit um I think um just like as life goes it's kind of um made up of these like little synchronicities you know and uh, events like I I can't remember like big ones there's no big ones they were all like little ones you know like meeting the right people getting the right information um things just opening up like people inviting me to do certain things together you know stuff like that um as simple as um uh meeting um the right person to file for bankruptcy let's say you know that had like uh, a kind heart and deep understanding towards my problems that I had at the time, you know, things like that, that I felt so grateful for that anyone that was coming into my life was very gentle. And that's exactly what I needed at the time. Mm. Um, So yeah. Experience to, to kind of surrender to that situation and and let everything go and, you know, sign off on that basically, isn't it? That, you know, and also also there was other things that um later that would come to me for example uh i had some issues with health and there was two things i remember that i needed answers to and i just couldn't i couldn't know at the time i was just like you know or i i was doubting myself and uh i was checking in with my father I was like, I need help. I need you to give me guidance of what I need to do here. And I cannot get an appointment with Angela because she's so good. She's booked up in like months in advance. Mm -hmm. So to confirm this and a week and a half later, I get a message from one of my subscribers and she's psychic. And she says, I was showering and I got a message that you need a (laughs) reason. I love the way things come through. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know what this is about. She's like, okay, let's do it. And um, then we became real friendly. She's um, um, she's actually from Ireland, which I'm close to that country. So immediately I felt comfortable. And uh, she is uh, blind from birth. So and this gift, you know. So it's wonderful to connect with her. And we did then many times after that. So it's it's like this, you know, or I would like ask a question and then a YouTube video would come up and the answer would be there. Like, wow. it's just like that. So now I'm like, okay, I just ask a question, you know, and it just yeah. is in front of me. But with my dad as well, it was interesting when he passed, I couldn't connect with him for a long time, nor Angela, she couldn't either. And so... <clears throat> she's like that's very strange because she said because daddies normally love me yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know and then um I remember you know when I was grieving for both of them I used to go hiking 
in this park. Um, just hiking is the theme in my life. <laughs> I used to go hiking. And then I associated my dad with white butterflies. And there was two white butterflies. They were just like flying around. And one of them sat on a flower. And I was like longing to connect with him. And I started like touching the butterfly and it wouldn't fly away. Oh, and I was like stroking its wings. And I was like, dad, like, <clears throat> I need to connect with you. And, you know, can you find a way, you know, let's set a date, like I need to talk to you. And um, then I, sometime later, I had this dream. And um, in the dream, this humongous white butterfly came in. <clears throat> and um, I got the guidance, the question, do you want me to be your guide? Because I will guide you. Oh, wow. I knew it was my dad. And then I finally got an appointment with Angela. And she said to me, she said, your dad is asking if you want him to be your guide. Wow. Um, I said, yeah, we already agreed. Says, um, And she said, he says, like, if you need anything at any time, just remember to ask him. And this is why then I kept asking, you know, like that reader came through, like the, the subscriber and things like that. So, yeah, so I have that image of him now. And um, we're in a different space now because our relationship, like he was the source of my pain when I was a child, mm -hmm. but now he is, you know, on the other side, um, guiding me. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting how it came full circle. And also a couple of years ago or you know, three years ago here in Bali, I was at the, I think it's called Tantric Yoga <clears throat> session with breath work. And um, I hadn't connected with my dad before that for a long time. And then I was in that session and it was one of those things like that lightning, you know, when I was meditating, mm -hmm. my dad came through and I have it in my voice notes, all like all of what he told me then. And he showed me that the way I came in into my life is what we agreed from the beginning. Uh yes and then he explained how our heart and brain work when it comes to connection to the universe to intentions and things like that it was actually a lot of information and uh, also how to give up the pain and there was other beings that were there but the main thing was that he was this interesting now being in my life you know that had the opposite role mm -hmm. to what it was before but then also the other thing was that if I had any kind of um like why me you know when uh from my past it it really went away with the understanding that I received oh okay we agreed on this like mm -hmm. I signed up for this this was my choice because now I have this understanding. Now I have this contrast. It's it's a really rich contrast. Not necessarily good to experience at the time, but it is. Mm. And so I can't regret anything and I don't. I wouldn't change a thing. Mm. Um, no matter if it stinks sometimes to remember, but I know this is necessary for me and for my life and my human experience on earth so true it's the biggest it's the most beautiful like um form of forgiveness and the forgiving forgiving for you as yeah. we've been sharing that word this week ourselves 
but and and that a true um oh you know the gift of that like the, the karma between you and your father and what you decided to share between each other and then to have that conversation and learning from him afterwards in in, in his after his passing and, and him as your guide yeah it's amazing to um comprehend and connect in with that idea of um I was listening to recently like how mind doesn't die like how you know our mind our essence our soul carries on and to have this continued communication and learning even though our physical body isn't there mm. what you're sharing in that moment with that communication with your father and and even the love that was within you to be open to ask him to be your guide I mean that indicates such a huge sense of forgiveness and 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 love in that in that itself isn't it that he you were turning to him for help yeah but you know the funny thing is I never held anything against him even Mm. when he hurt me Mm. never and I could never understand why I don't have these emotions towards Mm. him Mm. now my therapist says because I couldn't as a child because it was dangerous for me to have these emotions. But the way I also feel that this love between me and him is continuous. It's this mm-hmm. round circle, you know. And even coming in as a child and you know being hurt by him, I was more confused than angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I I love him no matter what. You know mm-hmm. that love is eternal Mm. and so I never had like anger towards him or you know I didn't want to do anything back you know towards him it was Mm. just like I remember when he passed I felt a relief and um not because that that he's you know he passed but that I'm safe yeah and now we can continue in this like what we are you know spirit kind of like connection you know, because that is safe. The human experience is over. <clears throat> if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, it was very. Um, oh, it was, yeah. the relationship is taking on a new form, and it's yeah, the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, it's taken the form that I wanted to have from the beginning, but I was yes. confused as a child. You know, so now we can have that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so yeah. beautiful. And found. If mm. only, you know, if only majority of people had that opportunity to actually just view it through that lens mm. how much pain we would you know would take away be free from be free from yeah yeah certain emotions would go away I don't know if the whole pain would go away but certain yes it would help for sure mm. um, yeah but um, I think pain is unavoidable you know it's our human condition and because we have relationships with one another we have love we have expectations we have breakups and things like that I think this is a necessary part of life but also we are here to learn like a bigger perspective about Mm -hmm. life like and the wider it gets that perspective the easier it is to live um Mm -hmm. and to do that actually you know we need to be quiet a lot more and meditate I mean (laughs) yeah absolutely and and that's not be in that overstimulated state constantly. And that was another thing that, that came up in my thoughts around when you started talking about your experience with meditation. Um, 
to have to follow a guided meditation especially when we're beginning is so powerful and uh, to be able to direct that busyness of the mind into being still into receiving into kind into ch channeling your energy into a space that is um replenishing and that's where yeah. your like the guided meditation is so powerful in that way isn't it yeah, it's just taking that dispersed mind from all the places back into that one spot. Mm. And I think this is why we relax, because we are no longer out there in so many things and tasks and past and future and worries. And then we're brought back into one spot to think about one thing or go on this one journey with guided meditation. And I think this is why it can be so powerful, because we are able to do all those things and you know be aware psychically be aware spiritually we are all capable to do this i i know this mm -hmm. but we cannot do that when we are in so many places and it takes you know dedication and focus to come into that one place and actually look into yourself i recently thought about what it is like without knowing yourself I feel like it's like running around a room, like a dark room, but full of furniture and you don't know what's inside that room. It's pretty uh, painful, yeah, you yeah. know, but once you actually sit down and you get to know your thoughts, you get to know your triggers, you get to know your mind, where it tends to go to, they always these circuits that it follows, you know, you're that dark room that you sit in, you know, where everything is, you already, you can see it when you close your eyes, you know, your leg starts to, you know, shake, wants to get out of it, like your mind, you know, wants to eat, or you, you know, all these things. So you become comfortable and you become comfortable to move past that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a lot more comfortable living than with yourself once you know where everything is, you know, how it is organized. True. I love that. That's so beautiful. Sense of knowing that, that adds a whole different um, connection or visual of know thyself, mm. what you just were describing in that room. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Um, what do you do now, Rasa, to support yourself for staying in the moment and staying, you know, staying in that beautiful um, soul space? Um, you know, I've built that good foundation for myself and it's not that I have to do something to become something, you know, like you know, from that super negative, you know, to positive, like I have good foundation. So it's just, to me, it's like maintaining that position. Yeah. And I always lean on the simple practices like meditation, affirmations are huge for me. Um, and uh, journaling, I'm, I'm not as an avid, you know, I, I mostly I write meditation. So I kind of dive into that anyway, yeah. when I write or edit them. But um, I'm in therapy also that really helps. And uh, I always recommend, you know, um, just to really get to know yourself, not only on a spiritual level, but as a human, as a human that was built in a discombobulated way, you know, <laughs> to kind of make sense of that, you know, what's going on. So that will be continuous for me. Um, you know, so I can be better out there, better 
to myself, kinder to others, kinder to myself. So that will stay. But in terms of practices, it's simple, like um, like Titnahan, like says, you know, just wake up and have a half smile on your face. And I've yeah. done that this morning, like a light smile. And the energetic ramping up that I feel, it, it actually makes me laugh then, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's these little practices. I think noticing life and the beauty of life, that is huge for me because I love nature. This is why I'm in Bali. You know, it's it's easy to notice that as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm absorbing that and appreciating that. So I'm not doing anything magical. I'm just, I'm keeping it simple, but yeah. also very practical. And it's not like I'm dedicated to a certain hour or anything like that. It's just at some point in my day, I will lean on meditation, on yoga, on a mindfulness practice, you know, I don't know, appreciating this cat that is sitting outside. <laughs> you know, it's it's all of that, definitely. And being, uh, just trying to be better, you know, just doing better. Yeah, doing better. The five, the four agreements, always do your best. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's a lot to be said for the simplicity as well, isn't it? Because, um, again, it's allowing the space for things to come in as opposed to filling up everything with Mm. a lot of doing. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm the worst marketer in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have fancy practices. I don't have their, let's be super human or anything like that for me it's always practicality and simplicity because to me that has proven that it got me from where I was to where I am now oh, and I, reson- I resonate I resonate Sorry. big time I, I think we are coming into a place of simplicity more and more mm. yeah and intentions are very powerful you know I've yeah. experienced that in my life that you know like I explained before and there were many occasions like that. And I've, when I realized how powerful intentions are, mm. wow. yeah, yeah, very mindful of then what I'm, what I'm intending, you know, or trying to be. It's really beautiful. So how do you, how do you, I'm following on from that and that leads us into like, how do you see the world, Rasa, and, and, and what do you see next for us? I think the world is perfect. <laughs> I think there's something for everyone. Um, I know it's easy for me to say from my perspective where I am right now, you know, I might sound like I'm, you know, and I am privileged, I guess. But at the same time, I think that it is as, as it's supposed to be to bring out awareness as it's supposed to bring out. And I don't know what's going to happen, you know, for humanity, but my hope is that we are leaning on simplicity and are kinder to ourselves Mm -hmm. because you cannot practice that out there with others if you don't practice that with yourself. And... Yeah, just massaging that heart as much as possible and softening the edges, I think, is the best thing that we can do towards the future that we want to have. Really, Um, really beautiful. Mm. 
yeah feel that the, the power in those words you know massaging the heart and, and what you said earlier about your what your grandmother's words about keeping your heart soft because yeah I, always yeah <laughs> I, I um really I know we've talked very very briefly about the synchronicities but um, the synchronicities with you, Rasa, and and just for myself personally, um, with Abraham, and um, that it just so happens to be the day that I sent the email to you, or that you responded, was the tenth year that I actually went and saw Abraham that popped up on my Facebook <laughs> memories. And then um, my husband and I have just booked flights to to Ireland, and. Um, He's wanting to go to Belfast, and I'm like, why do we want to go to Belfast? Because <laughs> it's amazing. And then just listening to you, I'm like, I'm writing it down to Amanda saying, oh, my God, I'm going to Belfast in September. <laughs> so she I'm, wants to go to Helsinki. I'm in Angela, so I'm like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Go to, uh, if you go there, go hiking where I normally go, uh, into that forest, which is Redburn Park in Hollywood. Okay. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I, I just, had a lot of inspiration there. A lot of came from that, from those woods onto YouTube. So the spirits in the forest. Yeah, my husband's big on um he believes there's hidden magic in, in Scotland and Ireland. He said that's why it's not marketed very well because um there's just so much magic there. I agree. Yeah, I agree yeah. definitely. I'm always drawn back there. And um when I left, I remember I was grieving for a long time. Every like everyone, like anyone would mention, like, so do you miss? I'd be crying. I'm like, stop, I can't, I can't talk to you right now. It took me a while. And I realized, you know, when I get back there, it's like, wow, like every curb here is sacred to me. I don't know why, but it is, you know, I just feel it. And I think because living by the water, like in our backyard where we lived, it was it was the sea. Like I could go with a cup of coffee, you know, and just look at Scotland across and look at the water and feel that openness, that vastness. And, mm -hmm. you know, at night at my friend's house, we'd see the moon, the whole path just lit up. Wow, and wow. we'd be going through our awakening. And, you know, it's a perfect place. Like for me, it was just no other place like it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, it's the weather's, you know, not great. Yeah, and, yeah but that's like okay. people's culture, energy, nature, you know, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, just yesterday I was um doing some reading through a quantum plant group that um and the lady one of the ladies dropped in at the, the um the cottage in Belfast where this lady's created this beautiful herb garden with mm. every plant you can imagine that is wow. medicinal and well they're all medicinal but you know nettle dandelion all the different ones and I just got shivers when you said that I just recognized that stuff so well I'm just like, <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. So it's incredible when you, as you say, you can have your your head in the clouds, but your feet on the ground, and that connection between mm. earth and cosmos. That's beautiful. That you know the, the flow of spirit. Just yeah, I think moves I think between we need the two both. so beautifully. Mm. Yeah, we need both. We need definitely, like you said, like connected with our spirit towards the sky, and then definitely plant those feet firmly on the ground and walk enjoy play laugh this is a playground you know if anything mm -hmm. and you gotta just learn how to play this game you know of life and 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 i mean a most positive way you know mm -hmm. um yeah i think i think but just with your meditations uh 
I think that's where you uh, move so beautifully because you have so many different meditations mm -hmm. for all different aspects, like from the DNA to the smile in the morning to spirit guides, spirit yeah. guides. Um, but and there's many layers in your meditation, but you always there's always comes through this feeling of of joy. So, um, so however you enter into the meditation, like from the person experiencing the meditation, like self speaking with myself, I guess, I always feel so much lighter um, and mm. connected to the intention that led me to choose whichever meditation that you know I, I selected on the day. You definitely bring through that playfulness, even if it's um, you know I won't say serious meditation, but you know like a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a level of playfulness in all of your meditations, which is, is beautiful. Mm. That's so great to hear. Like, I'm glad. Like, my goal is to always create a safe space, you know, and have this light space, but also come from a place of understanding, you know, um, or trying to understand what that person might be going through mm. and uh, to lift them up in any way that I can. And a lot of the meditations came from issues that I've experienced, you know. Mm. Um, like even funny ones you know like the popular <laughs> one i don't know if you can swear on this but yeah <laughs> you know the fuck it meditation came oh. as well an issue that i had you know yeah. like i broke up with a guy but i just couldn't stop thinking about it it was rather <laughs> <laughs> we might have to add that one to the end of the podcast i mean we, we we will um we will close it out now for you rasa so you can go and enjoy the beautiful day rest of your day in bali um, yeah thank you but thank you so much for joining us today mm. we we will add all the links at the bottom of the podcast for our listeners to um to jump on and listen to one of your beautiful meditations and and by the way we always have uh, either our guests or ourselves draw a card out we've got the um the Doreen Virtue angel cards on the table and the one that we drew today for our our time with you was ask it's a it's a little angel, a person, a young child in with wings with yeah, yeah with wings in prayer position. And the, the card says ask. Ask and we can help you in this situation and we will immediately go to work on your behalf. We're governed by many universal laws, and among them is the free will that allows you to make your own choices and decisions. So we patiently await your request. So I feel like you know you've kind of asked oh, so your life throughout your whole life. Yeah, that was the theme. Like ask and you shall receive. That was yes, like totally. Yeah. It's so appropriate. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Thank you, Rasa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your inspiration, Rasa, and thank you for um the gift that you give us all with those beautiful meditations and your yoga app. We can't wait to. Have a look into that. Absolutely. Mm. It's a meditation app, actually. Meditation. Oh, meditation. meditation. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for inviting me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that everyone just continues uh, with positive mind today and uh, continues to massage that heart and approach everything with a bit of softness. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Bless. Thank you, Rasa. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and remember all links to our guest are in the notes. Leave us a comment here or message us on Instagram how our guest today connected with you or perhaps something you wish to share. 
A special thank you to the blissful Ksenia Luki for our theme song. Joe and I will be with you next week. Bye. Ciao. Boy, does she sing Her voice sways like a hummingbird Flies like a shooting star She whispers, you were never born So you will never die